It is time. Pour that wine so you are feeling fine. Kick up your feet and take a seat. Fancy a blather? Let's have one together. Hello and welcome to Fancy a Blather podcast. I'm your host, Kirsty Taylor. Oh, wow. It's so cool to finally say that. It's official. I've actually started a podcast. Uh, yeah, so welcome. You're obviously all new here. So as I already said, my name is Kirsty, and um, this episode is just the introduction episode. So we're just going to be talking about, um, well, I guess like introducing me and what this podcast is going to look like. But to start off, um, there's different segments I'm going to have throughout the podcast and one of them is um, a poem of the week. So I thought I'd actually share a poem that I wrote this week. If you want to check out my poetry, it's um, at, at observe, absorb, oh my goodness, at observe, absorb, write. Um, I'll have the handle in the show notes to make it a little bit easier. It's a bit of a tongue twister. So this poem is um, it's called Fancy a Blather, funnily enough. Fancy a blather? Maybe you just want to talk about the weather. Missing small talk. Now you only get it on your daily walks. Yeah, so that's just a little bit of something fun that I wrote during this um, crazy world that we're currently living in. Um, yeah, so I guess... The one other thing that I want to do every week is a small wonder of the week. So a small wonder of the week is just something that um, is underappreciated in life and or maybe like something you've never really paid attention to and realised, wow, that's so amazing, that's so beautiful. So yeah, I guess we'll get into that next. So my small wonder for this week is actually um, small talk, which I guess is rather on brand. I am, I've been going back into work this week um, I work as a PSA in a school so that is allowed and all those things following all the rules here in Scotland and um, yeah so I've finally seen work colleagues and things like that and it's actually just been really nice to make small talk yeah so that is definitely my small wonder of the week so I guess we'll just crack on with the episode um, so this week I thought I'd do kind of a Q&A thing so I sent out I asked people to ask me questions and see what they all came up with and then I just answered those questions so you guys could learn a little bit more about me. So I guess just kick that off. So the first question I see here is where are you from? So uh, yeah, I'm from Scotland. Um, I grew up in a little village outside of Perthshire called Bankfoot. Um, it's just a little countryside village and uh, yeah, it was a really nice community to grow up in. Um, and now I currently live in the capital city of Scotland in Edinburgh, um, where I'm working as a PSA. Um, what's the other questions here? Where do you see yourself in five years? This question is positively terrifying. Um, in five years, I'll be 28. That doesn't mean very much, I suppose. I can probably see myself teaching, maybe in Edinburgh or somewhere near the water. Definitely still writing, hopefully with some published work out there. And other than that, I really, I don't know. Only time will tell. Uh, here's some random ones here. What's your favourite sound? Uh, the rain hitting on, off of my parents' conservatory roof. I love the sound of rain. 
There's something about it that's very, very therapeutic. What's your favourite liqueur? Oh, goodness. My favourite liqueur is definitely gin, and I love a good pink gin. Favourite flavour of tea? See, this has changed. It used to be chai tea, but now my... um. Since lockdown started, I've all of a sudden become rather obsessed with peppermint tea. So I guess that's become my favourite tea. Um, here's some other ones. What came first, the chicken or the egg? The egg. And I'm not going to give an explanation. Um, job slash degree. So I've already said my job is a PSA. My degree was at Edinburgh Napier for English and Film. It's a joint degree. Hobbies. Oh god, I have so many hobbies. I guess my main hobbies are triathlon, writing and reading. I do quite like researching things as well though. I know it's kind of a weird flex, but I quite enjoy like essay writing in a way. I always kind of liked it. Yeah, so I, I don't know, is that a hobby? And um, yeah, during during this time I've tried some painting and I play around with photography, but I'm not very... I'm definitely not a painter and uh, I'm alright at photography I guess but I have been really interested in film photography recently but obviously I haven't been able to get any film developed so I don't actually know if it, any of the photos I've taken in are, are any good. Um, yeah so those are my hobbies I guess. So somebody's asked why teaching? That's the age-old interview question isn't it? Hmm. I could probably make a TED talk about why I want to study teaching, why I want to be a teacher. Um, I guess the short answer to that is, I don't know if I'd give that answer in an interview, but the short answer is, it's the only job I have passion for so far in my life, other than writing. And I love to write, but it's just not something I see as a career. I just want something more stable personally, and I hate being creative to a time limit. So I think Teaching also allows a lot of creativity and I just always enjoyed and worked really well with kids. So yeah, I suppose that's not necessarily like end game where I'm gonna I'm not necessarily gonna be a teacher for the end of the rest of my life. See what comes my way as we go through life. Um what other questions are here? Hangover food of choice. Um I don't really like to, depends on the hangover, but sometimes I just prefer to eat, um, drink a lot of liquids, lots of Lucasade sport. Um, if I was up for eating, I'd probably say something like really greasy and carby, probably like a Greg's pizza slice is quite good, or Domino's. If I have Domino's when I'm not hungover, it's just not a good move, but I suppose if I'm hungover, it seems to work quite effectively. Hmm... Actually, I haven't been hungover in quite a long time, though, to be honest. Um, who do you view as a role model? Uh, my great aunt, Betty. Well, I guess really every person in my life is a role model in my life. Oh, I just said in my life twice. But yeah, I guess every person is a role model to me in some way. There's some aspect of that person that I find inspiring. Um, it's important to surround yourself with people who you are inspired by. If you could invite three people to a dinner party, 
who would you invite? And I've kind of just gone with a celebrity take on this. Said Graham Norton, for obvious reasons, he's Graham Norton. Taylor Swift, I'm a big Swifty fan. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, and I just said that seriously, I am sorry about that. Yeah, I've loved Taylor Swift for a very long time now. And Emma Watson. Uh, somebody asked me the silliest story that makes you laugh every time you think about it. And that's a really hard question because it doesn't take much to make me laugh. And I'm very much a, oh, you had to be there storyteller. I always realise when I'm telling stories that I think are funny that you had to be there for them to be funny. But um, something really funny the other day was if you have a Google Home, I don't know why you would, but if you have some access to some form of a Google Home, um, you should ask it to sing you a song and just listen to that song. Because we did that one day when I was home and the song was just, for whatever reason, hysterical. So that's all I'm going to say. You're going to have to listen to it to find out more for yourself. Um, here's another one. I like this question a lot. If you could do anything for a day, what would you do? It's a big question. See, I don't think I'd do something big. I'd probably just like eat and be active. Like I'm big on food till I'm big on, big on like being outside. So I reckon probably like swimming in the open water, a picnic, maybe a run, maybe a bit of like a triathlon but with food involved, finished off with some wine or maybe an iced chai latte during the day and finished off with some wine or maybe a gin that evening and just spending time with people who I love. Yeah, I don't know. It is an interesting question. I quite like it. I've tried to make these questions in some kind of, what's the term, coherent order, but I don't even know if that's the right word, but I'm I don't know how well it will turn out. So the, these questions are a little bit about travel. So someone asked, where is your favourite place to travel to? It's definitely Paris. That's very, very cliche of me, but I have been quite a lot, quite a few times, and I just can't get enough of Paris. I don't know what it is. It's always had a thing for Paris. Uh, so then leading on to from that, somewhere you really want to travel to and why? Uh, Australia. I have loads of friends in Australia and um, yeah I really just need to make the trip but I don't want to go until I can know I can do it properly. That means like money wise and doing the country like justice I guess. Sorry I'm probably going to say like a lot and my mum's going to listen to this and be outraging. 23 and still still having to listen to my mum tell me off. Um, And then here's another one Future travel bucket list. This is only, I actually have a spreadsheet of all the places I want to go in the future. Learn, learn from my parents. Learn from the best they say. Um, yeah, and I just love to plan things. So I'm just going to give you the top three because it kind of changes quite often. But um, I have Germany, Prague, and Australia on my list. Um, I think Germany and Prague are more likely to happen a lot sooner. I actually, have a voucher for Germany as I was supposed to go in Easter but that couldn't happen. Leonie don't worry I'm still coming. <laughs> I will get there one day. I quite like traveling to visit for friends more than anything else because then you've got like a local tour guide for free. Um, I guess we'll move on to the podcast and then maybe we'll do more about me after that. Yeah 
So, people ask some questions about the podcast. Why a podcast? Uh, when I was younger, I had an acting teacher and loved her. She was an incredible acting teacher. We shared a name, which always makes people people like them better. Oh my goodness. Always makes me like people better. So, yeah, um, I guess she said to me once when we were, I was um, practicing for an audition with her one-to-one, you have a really great voice for audiobooks. And I suppose that's one of those things where you don't really know if that's a compliment or not. But I took it as a compliment. So, you know what? Why not a podcast? Uh, yeah, and I don't know. I've always kind of thought a podcast was quite a cool move, but never had the time to start one and now seems as good a time as any I suppose so why not um so then somebody asked will you have guests on yes 100% um if it feels right for the episode um the second episode which actually is going up the same day as this one is a conversation about anti-racism and white privilege with them um, a great friend of mine Naomi Howell so she is the first guest on the show so Yes, I will be having guests on. Um, if you could have one celebrity on the podcast, which ones would you have and why? Hmm. I think I'd have Emma Watson, just because I think we'd have a lot to chat. She's a lot to talk about in advocacy to work she does. And I think I'd have Graham Norton because I just love Graham Norton. I just want to have Graham, Graham Norton on. Um, yeah. Maybe one day I'll be on his show. I don't know what I'd talk about, but... They also asked one politician and one fictional character. But if I'm being completely honest, I've spent ages thinking about this question and I have no idea. I have no idea what politician I'd have on. Maybe Nicola Sturgeon, I guess, because she's First Minister of Scotland just now. I think she's a little bit busy at the moment, but maybe she'd be interesting to have on. A fictional character. When I was a kid, I really loved... Katie Morag books and I always wanted to be her friend so maybe I'd have her on the podcast so I could become her friend that's really I don't really know what the rationale is behind that answer but that's what we're going with so yeah Katie Morag, Nicola Sturgeon, Emma Watson or Graham Norton it's a pretty good good episode if you've got all three of those on at once and so more about the podcast why did you pick the name so I guess, first of all, people asked, what is a blether? So I'll probably answer that one first. So a blether is um, like a Scottish word. Well, it is a Scot- Scottish word. Um, that basically means like a long-winded chat, essentially. Um, a podcast is about an hour long, and it's just me chatting. So it felt like the perfect, the perfect name, I guess. And also... I don't know, I just really like the word and growing up I was always called a blatherer because I am, very much so. I'm sure all my friends can attest for that. And I just love a good old chat, so why not fancy a blather? And it's just a nice, warm, it just has a nice feel-good feeling to it, I don't know. So yeah, it just stuck and I guess it also represents a little bit of Scotland, which is part of me. So yeah. Um somebody said what made you decide to start a podcast yeah I guess I I have a voice so why not use it I mean we all have voices um yeah and it's just I live alone at the moment and it's a nice way to connect 
and this is starting as a podcast, but I hope in time it will become something bigger and become a community where there can be more of a dialogue rather than me having a one-sided conversation. So yeah, I'd love to like do live streams where then like you can ask questions and maybe we can record pod- podcasts that way, but you know, start off simple, I figured. So yeah, that's why I guess I've always just been interested in starting community. I want to combat loneliness. I think that's such a big thing that we just don't talk about enough in this world. And I th- would love to do a whole episode on loneliness. But yeah, like just because you're an outgoing person and you have all these things going on in your life doesn't mean you don't get lonely sometimes. So I think a podcast for me, Living Alone, is something that's great to listen to when I'm lonely. And it just like reminds me that I'm not alone. And yeah, I guess I can delve into that more some other time. Um, how often will we listen? Um, ideally weekly, that's the plan. Uh, might skip weeks here and there, depending on what else is going on, but weekly most of the time. And they said, what a day? And I'm aiming for Thursdays at 6.30 is when they're going to go up. We'll see how effective that is, but hopefully Thursdays at 6.30. Um, I guess going from that, the podcast, a big focus of this podcast is to keep things positive. So I kind of want the podcast to be about finding the world's solutions rather than talking about the world's problems. Um, yeah, and it's not always going to be episodes about like social activism. I think it's also just going to be me yapping away, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so um, for positivity, a questions, these are some questions people ask to do with that. Um, what are some ways that you stay positive, especially in tough times? I think this is a really hard question, but I just feel my feelings. I've learned the hard way that you cannot bottle things up and let yourself explode one day. I think you really just have to feel your feelings and that doesn't mean you're not a positive person, but you're a human and it's okay to feel what you feel. Um, yeah and then I like to write just type away or scribble away writing is such a therapeutic thing especially for me for a lot of people I think and um it's just a good way to kind of process your feelings it doesn't have to be something you're going to publish or anything it just is a way for you to work out what's going on and then yeah probably would call my parents or one of my best friends or both I don't know it depends on what what it is what the tough time is um yeah and if I'm struggling after a while to get back to being positive again if I just can't seem to get out of the slump kind of thing um sometimes I like to flip it and say what what good has come out of this and if you can't really think of anything good or what have I learned from this you really can't think of anything like that I think just take yourself away from it and think of things you're grateful for and write those down but I think one of the most important things is don't beat yourself up for having a tough time and not being happy and jolly all the time. Like that's not realistic to have a smile tattooed on your face. So I think, yeah, go easy on yourself and take your own advice as well, I suppose. Um, and then somebody said, what advice would you give to someone who struggles to stay positive? Um take it one day at a time, one moment at a time, one thing at a time, yeah, one second at a time if you need to, just slow down, 
focus on what needs done in that moment, enjoy the things around you, and in time you will become more positive. You just, yeah, it's so easy to look to the future and get so stressed, and then you never really let yourself enjoy the present moment. I think, yeah, one day at a time, one problem at a time, one solution at a time, just give yourself a break as well, I guess. So I guess there's a couple of questions kind of around social social activism a little bit. I am just, just to say for the record, by no means an activist. I don't really, I'm not mad about the term activist anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm just someone trying to use my voice to do better. And that is really all it is. And to encourage you to use your voice to do better too. So I'm not trying to be a voice for other people. I'm not trying to be your voice or anyone else's voice. I'm just trying to use my voice in the hope that maybe it'll encourage you to use yours and maybe we can make some change in the world bit by bit. But yeah, so somebody asked, why do you feel being a voice is important? So I'm not mad about the wording of that question, but um, I feel like it's important to use your voice. I'm going to kind of take the question and flip a little bit. To use your voice because you have one. So why not use it? And um, yeah, I guess selfishly, it helps me to feel like I'm doing something that's purposeful, like something meaningful with my life. And that was quite deep. But yeah, I don't know. I think if you can be vocal, then why not be vocal? Um, You can help make a change and why not? I don't know. It's a very like, it's a very big question. But I don't know if I can answer it that easily. Um, so then somebody asked, what are some topics you are passionate about? I guess in terms of um, like things I think need to change, I believe is the reference that they're... Um, I don't know. I'm passionate about a lot of things. I'm always finding other ways to help, but I am particularly passionate, I suppose, about a few... I don't like calling things causes or issues because I don't like that term, so... I am passionate about a few things that need change. Um, I think giving refugees equal opportunities is something that I am massively passionate about um, just through doing a lot of research and seeing that we're not doing enough and we haven't been doing enough for a long time. We need to be doing more. Um, Other than that, I guess... um, for sure being anti-racist and encouraging others to be anti-racist racist too and um yeah changing the world in that way and um mental health is something that I am massively passionate about something that I've had my own battles with and um yeah I think it's a it's one thing that I'm very very big on um there's loads of different things which I'm sure you'll learn throughout the episodes I am quite a passionate person if I feel strongly about something it's people will know I'm not not one to shy away typically and um I do tend to be quite passionate and wear my heart on my sleeve a lot but that was a bit deep as well wasn't it um I guess we will finish this off I have no idea how long this is but um it's probably quite a short episode we'll see we will finish this off by talking a little bit about my writing. So, um, yeah, there's a couple of questions here that people have asked me r- related to, like, reading and writing, I guess. Um, 
So let's kick off with this one. Who is your favourite author and why? Um, for sure, Ali Smith at the moment is my favourite author. I just really connect with her work and I it's kind of hard to explain how. I don't know, I just... When I put my head in one of her books, I can't, I can't pull myself away from it. And I guess it's also, her work is based in Scotland, so it adds a personal element because I actually know the places she's talking about and the locations and it, I don't know, it adds that other element for me and she also is quite good at talking about um, things between the lines, which I really like in a more subtle way. Um, yeah, so I guess that's why she's my favourite author. Um, someone asked top three poets you've read, and this is really terrible as a poet myself. I've only been a poet for like the last year, and I have to be honest, I've only recently really got into reading poetry properly. So um, these are just the top three of recently, but I don't really, I've got a lot more poetry reading to do before I can answer anything else like that. Um, so yeah, Caroline Duffy, Maya Angelou and Jackie Kay are all three that I really, really love. Um, I'm sure there will be more in time. I'm sure I'll have a top five in time, but right now I just, I need to get better at reading poetry. Um, and so someone also asked, what's your favourite poem you've read? And that's terrible, but I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. But, um, yeah, I think I will answer that in a future episode when I've been able to read more poetry and found a poet, poem that I've really connected with. But I haven't yet read a poem that I've wanted to frame or anything like that just yet. I have read incredible poems, but not one that I'm like, yes, I love, that is my favourite. Um, Yeah, and then I guess this will be the last question, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, what is your favourite poem you've written? This is by far, save the worst for last. The most difficult question I've ever been asked, probably ever in my life. Because um, when I write, it feels like every time I finish a poem, it feels like I don't want to feel, it feels like it's my child. Obviously, writing poetry is not as painful as giving birth. I mean, I wouldn't know because I haven't yet to give birth. But regardless, it does. It feels like you've put so much time and effort and love into this. It's become like your your little child. Um, so to pick a favourite feels horrible. But um, if I had absolutely had to, um, there was one poem I wrote right after my great aunt passed away last Easter. Um, called B. I wrote it, I think, the day after she passed. Less than 24 hours after kind of thing. And it just, yeah, it just was, um, it was very much about the processing. And I guess that, that's my favourite poem I've written because it did so much for me. It was so therapeutic for me and it was a way for me just to kind of process what I was going through. Um, because we were very close and the loss was absolutely devastating. And I was living alone at the time, so when I found out, so I just, yeah, I just didn't even know who to voice anything to. So I think that poem is definitely not the best poem I've ever written. Um, I don't think I've even read it in a while. It, um, 
yeah, I didn't edit it afterwards because I wanted it to be real and raw. I think it's probably on my website, um, which I can have in the show notes. But yeah, I just, I just needed that poem, I guess. That poem just like kind of, that's such a horrible terminology, but spewed out of me. It just, yeah, just came out of my body. It was um very weird experience, but yeah, for sure that must be my favourite for that reason. Um, yeah, so this was just a little introductory episode to Fancy Bladder Podcast. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please do go and check out the next episode with um, Naomi if you haven't already. Um, it should be out now as well. Uh, yeah, this is. I just. I'm still in shock that this is really happening. It's just me talking to a microphone, and then all of a sudden you'll all be listening to it in your cars or in your showers or wherever you listen to your, to your podcast. So yeah, thank you so much for listening, and uh, tune in next Thursday at six thirty p.m. UK time for a new episode um, and you can stay up to date with all things to do with the podcast on Instagram at Leather, which I can also link in the show notes down below so yeah have a good week guys see you later